So there's a story, I'll probably tell this story on a Sunday because I just so love this story about, a uh, true story, about um, a few years ago, the Aryan nations were located in Hayden Lake uh, by this guy, Butler, I forget his name, but, um, and his second-in-command um, was there as well. And his second-in-command was this great, um, uh, I don't know, speaker for recruiting neo-Nazis. So he was a second-in-command, and there's this woman, she's a black woman who is head of the um, Southern Poverty, I forget what that's called, Southern Poverty Awareness Group, what's that called? Southern Poverty Law, what? Poverty Law Centers. Thank you. Thank God somebody's paying attention. Um, anyhow, uh, she absolutely hated these people. Um, and it turns out the guy set second in command, he has a second child, except the problem is second child is born handicapped. And according to the neo-Nazis, you can't pollute the pure race. So Butler told him you had to do away with your son. And he found that shocking. Yes, that was part of the neo-Nazi creed until it affected his family. And he just couldn't do it. And he got so angry that not only did he leave, and they hated him, but then he has this kind of conversion. So he calls this black woman who's head of the um, organization, and he said, I want to make this deal with you. Uh, every place I went and recruited for neo-Nazis, I want to have this tour to give up neo-Nazism. And the black woman, she now teaches, uh, she's a professor, but um, she really hated him, she didn't trust him, and she goes to her pastor, and her pastor says, you know, the gospel is you must show hospitality. You must greet him. Um, and she could not believe her pastor said that. She totally disagreed with it. But anyhow, she meets with him. And lo and behold, this is the real twist of the story, is they do go on this tour, this anti-hate tour. And she says, you know, on this tour, he becomes one of my close friends. And she says, in all honesty, I love him. Now, the twist of the story with hospitality, her pastor turned out right. You even have to show hospitality to this guy. And now she tells a story where who would have thought that one of my close people that I love would have been the second in command of the neo-Nazis. He says, after that, my pastor was right. If you really want to um, change the world, you practice hospitality. And I just mentioned that because a lot of people think that they practice hospitality, but all they do is welcome the people in their own little circle. But they just can't welcome everyone. Um, and if you can, can't welcome everyone, you can't welcome Christ. Um, so um, in the gospel, this is a strange gospel from the gospel of Matthew. The gospel is not that Jesus could heal the servant. It's really about hospitality. And the strange part is, hospitality is the gospel of Luke. Matthew, Matthew's much different than the gospel of Luke. Matthew, it's very conservative, it's very Jewish, but what the story is trying to say is the strange point that or, hospitality is orthodoxy. 
Because what's going on is you have this Roman centurion. That would have been the enemy of the Jews, except he's actually a really good person. Um, and he goes to Jesus and asks, you're not worthy, to I'm not worthy to have you under my roof. The very thing we say at Mass. And the reason why is that the Pharisees would find that too scandalous. The Pharisees, they do believe in hospitality to their own circle, not to the Romans. And Jesus is willing to go to his house, which would have broke Rome, uh, Jewish law. But Jesus is hospitality itself. He can even welcome the Italians, which is very difficult. No offense. Um, so Jesus welcomes everybody. He says, no, no, I believe in your authority. I'm a man of authority. I tell somebody do something, they get it done. I believe, you know, that'll be too much for the Pharisees. So just say the word and my servant will be healed. And Jesus says, that man, the pagan, has more faith than anybody else in Israel. So the whole point of it is hospitality is the orthodox position. And the twist is, is that a lot of people think that they're good at hospitality. They're only good at, to their own little circle. So here's another story. In, my, in a previous parish, I'll put it that way, there's one employee that was so difficult um, she was a very, very difficult woman. Um, she was so difficult um, that um, uh, this women's group, they hid miraculous medals in her plants, hoping that she would have a conversion to kindness. Now, that's serious anger. And like, she was just a very harsh woman. But the odd part is she once told the staff, she said, you know what my gift that God gave me is hospitality. And honest to God, you could have heard a pin drop because <laughs> she was the least hospitable. When it says hospitality, she means to her own little clique. Everybody else, she believed in treating like dirt. Um, and I just mentioned that because a lot of religious people, they can be hospitable to their own circle, but not to anybody outside their circle. And the reason why I think this reading comes up in Lent, or sorry, Lent, Advent, is we're looking for Christ. If you can't practice hospitality to everyone, you will miss the presence of Christ. If all you can do is be hospitable to the people in your own little tiny circle, then what you're really missing is the greater Christ. So I think the reason why this is here is that you want to find Christ this Advent and truly celebrate Christmas? The most orthodox position is to be able to love everyone, even those outside your circle. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.